Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Season 3 of Titan Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their experiences at Cal State Fullerton and where they are now. For this week's episode, we have Robbie Jenkins, who graduated from Cal State Fullerton with a Bachelor's of Business Admin with an emphasis in marketing. He is also the CEO and owner of Physics Promotion. Listen to this episode where we talk a lot about his experiences and what he's done at Cal State Fullerton, along with all the changes he made in his life after graduating from CSUF. If you want to listen to this episode and all future episodes, you can catch them on titanradio.org at 6 p.m. on Saturdays, or you can listen to them on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash CSUF alumni. Tell us a little bit about what you do at your own company. Yeah, so I run a company called Physics Promotions. Uh, We do custom apparel, promotional items, um, and different branded products for different businesses, organizations, um, whether that's schools, construction companies, uh, corporate 500, you know, companies who've done stuff for Makita, Lyft, um, the Rideshare app, uh, uh, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of other companies as well. Um, so just kind of a quick background. Um, I pretty much handle day-to-day operations. Um, I, I mean, anything from sending quotes out to uh, helping, yeah, you name it, helping with financials, uh, marketing, um, I mean, literally everything and anything. Um, so so how did you come about like starting this business by yourself or was it like a yeah. solo adventure or was it a group effort? Uh, no solo. So I, like I said, I started the clothing line first, um, and it was called physics. Um, I had that and, uh, it, like I said, I started it, it was a, up for like a year or so and it wasn't really doing what I wanted. I it just, um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I had kind of, uh, you know, a little fallout with my business partner. So I ended up just putting it aside. Um, and then a couple years later, um, I, I was doing like, uh, Amazon FBA, um, like sales and, you know, buying and selling things on Craigslist and, you know, a bunch of other random things to make money. Um, and obviously I had the resources to, uh, print merchandise still, which, which I did for my, my company. So, um, you know, my dad's friend's business needed stuff. And then, uh, you know, I started doing stuff for him for a couple other construction companies. Um, and then, uh, I went to Cal State Fullerton, uh, recently or before that I was at, at Cypress. Uh, then I went to Cal State Fullerton. And when I got to Cal State Fullerton, I joined Pi Kappa Alpha Pike. Um, and I started doing their merchandise, um, their shirts, hats, all that stuff. Um, and then other fraternities, other sororities, um, and it kind of just snowballed from there. Um, and I was still doing other little things on the side to make money. Um, my clothing line, I started for the second time, uh, again, running into some other issues, uh, kind of with partners, uh, and then others with like trademarks and stuff like that. So that was kind of, I guess, put on the back burner while I was doing physics promotions. Um, and then, yeah, I, I graduated, um, and, you know, jumped into it full time after I graduated. Yeah, it's one of the great aspects of Cal State Fullerton. The tuition is very cheap. And then when you account for the business school, we have a fantastic business area. And Mahila yeah. College was revamped before you graduated. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So it was revamped. I mean, I, I enjoyed it and it was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty good for me. So, mm-hmm. so you graduated with a business uh, admin degree in marketing. So yeah. was business always in your running through your veins or was there something else on the side that you thought of before coming to Cal State Fullerton? No, I mean, I, 
my decision was in was in high school like okay i'm either going to go into business or i'm going to play baseball um and i don't know i just really wasn't motivated to continue playing baseball so um i just said i'm going to go into business i i w- i don't see myself being like a doctor or any mm-hmm. other thing like that so i i was even thinking about being a, an attorney or a lawyer mm-hmm. so i yeah but i kind of checked that off my list i i yeah yeah, both of those feel hours and hours and hours of study, taking those LSAT and MCAT exams. Yeah, that's yeah. also not for me either. It wasn't. And it's funny because I I actually, like, I probably, go, going through college, I honestly read, like, two books in my entire college career. Like, whenever we had to do mandatory reading, like, I read the minimum and that was it. I didn't, you know, I had, I did what I had to do and that was it. Um, but, you know, after college, like, that's what I do all the time now. I, I, I read and and do a lot of personal development and growth. So, um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, like I thought that that was, uh, the reason why I didn't want to, you know, go to law school and all that stuff, like was the studying and all, like, I just didn't want to do that anymore. But after I graduate, I'm doing a lot of that. So. Yeah. Cool. I really like what you mean. Once you get out of that required reading segment, then reading becomes so much more fun when you don't have deadlines to complete and you can choose your own books. Yeah. It's exactly. a lot more fun. So I noticed you also completed, a. Some number, some number of courses before you graduated college. Uh, so what was it like taking those online courses outside of college? Um, yeah, I mean, online courses, I, I mean, I, it was more like Photoshop, it looked like all, all of those things, skills, uh, really things that I could utilize with what I was trying to do, right? So um, I had a clothing line, had all the, and I realized that, um, you know, I needed to learn this stuff. I needed to, you know, uh, to be educated in certain, you know, I guess skills. And that's kind of what I did. I, I just, I just took the courses. I think, uh, Cal State Fortune offers a lot of those courses for free. So, um, you know, I just utilized what I had and sat down, got, got some of those, you know, done. So. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your time at Cypress College. Did you yeah. go directly from high school to Cypress College? Yeah. So that was, I mean, I actually was there for three years and then for two years at Cal State Fullerton. Um, but the three years there, uh, I said I had, you know, four different jobs, like bouncing from job to job, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, uh, just taking the general courses. And to be honest, I, when I got to Cal State Fullerton, um, or Cal State Fullerton to Cyprus, like I was placed in the lowest math classes, the lowest English classes. I really didn't like enjoy school in high school. Um, I, to be honest, cheated my way through. Um, and when I got to Cyprus, I was like, wow, like I need to make a change. You know what I mean? Um, just because I, I really wasn't intelligent. I, 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 like I said, the results, I got, I got, I took the placement test and I got placed in the lowest math, the lowest English classes. I had to take like three classes to get to college level, uh, English classes. It was crazy. Um, so it was like a slap in the face and was like, wow, I really need to make a change. So I just buckled down and, and, you know, started reading, started doing, doing these things to improve, I guess, my knowledge base. And yeah. You can only go so far taking shortcuts in life before you have to memorize the actual road. Then you see that you can't cheat yourself out of maybe like 300 or 400 level classes. And then if you cheat yourself out of the 100 and 200 level classes, you, you're losing out on the fundamentals. Exactly. And I had no fundamentals. I got there like, oh my God, I didn't learn anything going or in high school. And it was my fault, you know, like I, my focus was off. 
Um, and yeah, I, just, I paid the consequences or paid the price, you know, um, so. So tell me a little bit about your activities on campus. You mentioned that you were part of Pi Kappa Alpha and you worked with other fraternities and sororities on campus. Were you part of any clubs when you were there at Cal State Fullerton? Um, not really. Um, and I wish I would have been. Um, that's, I guess, one of my regrets from, from school. Uh, I was, I guess, more focused on my business and what I was doing um, outside of school as well. Um, I was still, you know, getting the knowledge, learning. Uh, I was, I joined uh, Pike actually my last year of college. So I, I went there my first year, didn't do anything. I just literally went to school, went home and I was like, man, I got to do something else. Like I, gotta, I need to change. Um, and so I joined Pike um, and typically people don't do that, but yeah. you know, I did it. Um, and that was like, it, it was funny cause I was a senior and like the freshmen were telling me what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. It, it taught me a lot. Um, but I wish I would have been more involved like with different things throughout my you know college career, I guess. Um, I think the, the reason too was just because I was like a commute, like I was like a commuter, you know what I mean? Like I lived 20 minutes away from school. So it was like, go to school, work, go to school, work and, and be done with it. Um, and that was like kind of my mindset uh, until my last year of college was like, I need to get more involved. Like I need to meet some more people. So. Yeah, it is very easy, especially for Cal State Fullerton to get sucked into that, uh, go to school and then go home right afterwards or even go to work because most yeah. people, they live in the general area. So living on campus isn't really an option. And mm -hmm. yeah, just, and even housing, housing costs more than tuition itself. So yeah. in terms of practicality, we're trying to save money by going to Cal State Fullerton, uh, spending maybe 15,000 on a dorm a year which is double tuition. I don't think that's the most feasible option for most people. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, getting involved, I, I think that is huge. I think everyone needs to do that. <laughs> and especially when you started your own brand, I believe, like, you know, how you started working and then you made designs for Pike Cap Alpha. Yeah. It works off of that. If you didn't join that fraternity, who knows where your first customer would have been. Exactly. That. Exactly. It was huge. It, it opened the door. It was, that was the, definitely the floodgates. Floodgates were open. So tell me a little bit more about starting your own company. Where did the name Physics Promotions come from? Yeah, just, just from physics, honestly. It was, I had the brand physics and my, I guess, vision for it was um, have the brand and then have physics promotions, which is uh, like kind of gives that company more credibility um, just because we have a brand. Um, obviously, I, I'm not doing the brand today. Um, so I just kept it the same. I, you know, why change a name? I, my customer, it, I feel like, in the promotion industry, uh, a name is not that big of a deal. Um, so yeah, I just kept, kept it the same um, and just been doing it ever since. I see. So starting this company, it was a pretty big entrepreneurial focus that you had on it, right? After graduation, where you spent most of your time and even like you mentioned on campus, instead of maybe making more connections, you had to make the sacrifices in order to build this business. Uh, what yeah. advice would you give to students who are maybe thinking of doing the same thing? say in their junior senior year you got to be honest you got to work hard it, you got to put the time in uh it's not going to come easy you're not going to do the right things uh it's it you're going to make a lot of mistakes you're going to waste your time doing a lot of things like to be honest the first couple like year year and a half i wasted my time doing so many pointless things um and i guess i had to go through all that to you know realize you know the essentials and what what is actually going to drive my business forward. So 
um, I think, yeah, like spend, spend your time wisely. Uh, you know, when, when you're not, uh, you know, involved at an event or something with school, uh, go home instead of being on social media, work on your business, work on something that, uh, you enjoy. Um, and I think it'll all come together, but it just takes time. You know, um, I feel like we're in a society of, you know, instant gratification and it's not, it's, that's not the reality. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it really takes time to build what, uh, what you want in life. So spend the time doing it. So because you have a little bit of that knowledge looking forward and then since you are a recent grad, so how do you believe that your goals and aspirations have changed from your time at university to let's say now? Yeah, I, I kind of went over a little bit. Um, I think before I, I had some vague goals um, of what I wanted. Uh, they weren't really, I guess, crystal clear. Um, I made a lot of excuses, um, with my time with, I, like, I don't have the, t- like my, a couple people around me told me, Oh, you need to re- you need to start reading books. You need to start, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. I was like, Oh, I don't have the time for that. Um, and it was, it was just a bunch of excuses. I was just spending my time elsewhere, um, and not making the time for those essential things. Um, and I guess, you know, my, my goals have changed just, I guess, based on, my act like my actions really have 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 changed uh which helped me align better with my goals um and then i kind of brought like uh athletics like back in my back in my life for for a while i was um like i said just just working uh and going to school and then obviously after it was just work 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 um i was working out a little bit nothing crazy so right now we're going to go into a segment which i like to call the quick fire questions and we're just going to line things up and just ask you some questions. And I want like a quick answer through all of them. All right. So That's first true. of all, Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Do you have a MacBook or is it just the iPhone? No, I, I have an iPhone. I have a MacBook. I'm on a MacBook right now. I do. My whole office is PCs. So, I mean, I do use PCs. I, uh, I don't swear by Apple, but yeah. But do you prefer Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify. That's weird. Why is yeah. that? I've just always used it. Uh, I don't think I like. I don't think Apple Music was really like it was terrible a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recently it's uh, upgraded, but I, I haven't switched over. So cats or dogs? Dogs. I yeah. I'm not. I mean, I have two dogs. Um, they're not really. I guess my dogs are my sister's dogs. Uh, but yeah. I, I mean, I I enjoy dogs, but I just. I'd rather, I prefer not. Uh, waffles or pancakes? Neither. <laughs> uh, What's your favorite I mean, breakfast food? If I, I mean, I've switched up my diet a lot. Um, and like, like I said, just because I've been reading um, a ton and now like every once in a while I'll have a bite of one of those things, but I just can't, I can't do a full waffle or pancake or anything. I typically have like a blended smoothie in the morning uh, with a bunch of greens and vegetables and stuff. So like I mentioned before, since I am like a skinny guy, I kind of find it hard to, I know I should be eating a lot healthier, but it's so hard when I can eat whatever I want and not see any consequences. And I'm just like, yeah, but if in, in the future you will, I know. Yeah. So I I think work on it, but yeah, maybe, maybe that's like one thing I should, maybe a new year's resolution I should fix on eating healthier. Right. When you get into your thirties, forties, you're going to be like, what the heck happened? And you're, you're training yourself, you're training your body mm-hmm. to, 
you know, be receptive to those foods. Yeah. So I moved on over to oatmeal though, from like cereal, like regular cereal, and it's a lot healthier. It's a little harder to eat, but it's, now I'm kind of used to it now. Yeah. It takes, takes time to break the habits, you know? Um, yeah, it does. It takes time. Um, where would you rather live in the East coast or the West coast? West coast. West coast. I, Cause you grew just, up here. Like it just I grew up here. Yeah. I would say just cause of the weather, um, that that's pretty much the main, the main reason. And then a lot of really cold. What is your favorite building on campus? Mahalo. <laughs> you were just always there. Mahalo. I was always there. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they upgraded it. Are they upgraded, uh, like the, like the food place and all that stuff after oh, I left. After you. Uh, yeah. So I, I didn't get to really enjoy that. I didn't see any of the new upgrades, but, um, yeah, I was really at Mahalo the whole time. So now we're going to jump into, uh, some bits of advice and maybe like some things you look up to, and mm -hmm. then we're going to end it off from there. So, um, one thing I was meaning to ask, you mentioned you were taking 7 a.m. classes. Was that by choice? Did you prefer morning classes or was it just because you were working and wanted to get home early? No, just because look at I, people, this is, this is what I tend to see all the time, especially when I was registering for, for classes. Um, people say, oh, I can't get that class. I can't, uh, like, I just wanted to get, get school done with. That was my thing is like, I didn't want to be there an extra long, uh, a year longer. I was taking 15 units. I was taking however many max units I could take, you know, every, every single semester. Right. Um, and I even took summer, I even took summer to get done on time. Um, so like, I just did what I had to do. I mean, there was one class that I couldn't really get. Um, and it was like, is it, either ISDS or something like that, one of those classes. Um, and it was only available on Friday. And I was like, whatever, bite the bullet and do it, you know? Um, so, it, I mean, it wasn't bad. I thought it was actually pretty good. So you're kind of like a no excuses type of guy. You'll just get the work done. You can't yeah. really, like blame your environment. You kind of just take responsibility for what's, ha what's happening around you. Of course. I mean, at, I mean, I make excuses all the time. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, try to find ways not to make excuses and I don't give myself the, I guess the credit sometimes. Uh, and I just, yeah, power, power through. Like kind of just finding the solution instead of just the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's typically what we go to is we, we like to complain about things instead of finding solutions. So, uh, I think just, just trying to catch yourself every time you do that is the act of breaking that down. And then over time you, literally just start finding solutions instead of complaining about all the problems you have. Like in the book, I was just reading the compound effect. Uh, the author talks about, oh, you read, you read it. Yeah. It's a fantastic book. I'm getting through it. And he, in the beginning, he just talks about how you kind of just have to take personal responsibility for everything. And yeah. in doing so, you just kind of get things done. If you yeah. make excuses for everything, then everything gets put on the back burner. It's very easy to blame someone. And in doing so, you just set yourself back a couple of steps. You, so just, I would say every single day, find something hard to do, mm -hmm. no matter what. I don't care if that's reading for an hour, if that's hard, do it. You know what I mean? Like that, I think just the act of doing something hard every single day uh, is, is super rewarding. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, I, I ran that hundred miles in, in one year. Um, and that was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. You know what I mean? And I dreaded every single day. I absolutely dreaded it. But I had to, you know what I mean? I had to put the work in to, in order to achieve that. So I can only imagine how grueling it must have been going through that. 
I mean, I, like, I can't even begin to imagine. I, I think I can do like two, three miles tops. Yeah. But yeah, 100 miles in 32 hours, that is. I thought I was going to die a few times. So yeah, there's like all these little things that you can do that people don't realize that can add into your daily routine or just like talking about doing something hard. Maybe if you go for a shower, just turn the tap on cold for a minute oh. like, before you end it. Or every night before bed, maybe do like 10 push-ups and just keep a routine of that. And eventually doing these routinely tasks, once you can do all the small stuff, then all the bigger stuff will come a bit well, I even think just having a daily routine, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I didn't start my daily routine until after I graduated uh, college, right? Like I was literally just on the fly. Like I'd wake up and just get done whatever needed to be done. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't meditate. I didn't uh, do affirmations. I didn't do journaling. I didn't read. Um, I, I didn't do any of the things that I'm doing today. Um, so yeah, I think just finding a routine um, and sticking to it. And then you mentioned affirmations and journaling. Is there anything else that you do currently along with like reading books and keeping those habits that you would recommend students would start now? Yeah. Uh, I, I think all of those things I just said, so, uh, reading, journaling, reading actual nonfiction books instead of like, not like novels and stuff. Um, doing affirmations, journaling, right? So this guy, Ryan Holiday said something super good. He, it's like what journaling does for him is it makes him assess, assess, I guess, where he's at in the morning and assess himself later at night so that he doesn't wake up 25 years from now and be like, what the hell happened, right? It's those daily check-ins of, am I doing the things that I should be doing to achieve the goals that I want to achieve? Um, and typically we have these goals that we set for ourselves, and we're not, we find out we're not doing the actions that are going to, you know, make you achieve those goals. So I think, yeah, journaling, um, in the night, in the morning, um, doing affirmations. Um, I think it, there's a lot of science behind that, um, that proves that affirmations is really good for you. Um, and actually will start changing your subconscious mind. Uh, so yeah, so affirmations, um, visualization, visualizing your goals, visualizing what you want to achieve that day. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a ton. So. And then now with like, we all have smartphones in our hands. You don't have to carry around a journal with you or post-it notes for reminders. You can set a reminder on your phone every day or every night to do, to journal. And then you just have to type in something real quick. And then you can also set that same reminder for the morning. So Again, it comes down to that you just got to do it. And it might be hard for a lot of people to journal. Like it just doesn't sit well of like, oh, I got to sit down, think about things. But it goes back to what you were saying about just do a couple of things that are hard that day and just get them done. And then once yeah. you get it done, then it'll be over with. Like how long does it take to journal? Exactly. Um, minutes to write something down. And- or like people, like meditation, for instance. Meditation has been huge for me, but um, it only takes five minutes. It only takes, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be anything elaborate or crazy. Um, so yeah, I just think, you know, giving, making it easy for yourself. And to end it off, uh, I'm really curious to know who is someone you look up to? Like, is there someone in particular that you just feel the need to maybe mimic? There's, I think this answer ch- changes, you know what I mean? Uh, at certain points of my life, it was a different person. Um, and it's, it's kind of been changing. Um, but like first person I really looked up to, uh, I guess getting into personal development stuff after college um, was Tim Ferriss. Um, I just liked the content and stuff that he produced and what he was doing with his life. Then I kind of transferred to Ryan Holiday. Um, and 
another guy, Tom Bilyeu, is someone I look up to. Um, there, I mean, there's a there's a ton. I I do uh, look at other stuff. Um, like I, I look at videos and stuff on YouTube, um, and you know, listen to what Elon Musk does, listen to what Bill Gates does, listen to what all of these successful people do, and just start emulating them in a certain way or something that you know, in a way that um, aligns with who I want to be. Um, so I think just creating my like, like it. You you look up to these people, but then you have to find your own voice. You know what I mean? You have to find who you want to be. You're not going to be like that person. Um, because you have your own background, you have, you know, all the things that you've done in your life. Um, so yeah, I think just use them as examples, as stepping stones to, to become the person you want to be. Mm -hmm. A good analogy with, uh, for that would be maybe going through your math homework and just going through the math textbook and just writing down the answer that you see in there is kind of like just following them word for word. And that won't get you far in life. Yeah, you might get the answer correct on the homework assignment, but when mm -hmm. it comes down to the exam and comes down to you being your own person, you'll completely fail at that. So you need to take some aspects of the answer and understand why it is and incorporate it into how you do the problem. Okay, so I think something that is that is huge to go over since you're saying that is um, take for instance, like David Goggins, right? Like he didn't do much, I don't know if you know his story or anything, but, um, or know who he is, but uh, he didn't really do much like studying or you know personal development like he found the answers to his life problems and all that stuff by action by by doing 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 right the more you do you start uncovering things you start you know finding solutions to your problems so i think that you know studying and, and reading and doing all the things uh is helpful but at certain at a certain point you have to start taking action you have to start you know doing the hard things and doing through doing the hard things you've, you'll start finding the answers and going back to your whole running uh, marathon that you did uh, I doubt you would be able to do it if you just looked up videos on how to run and how to have proper oh. form executing it. Okay, so get this. I didn't look up a single video to to run uh, a marathon, to run 60 miles, to run 100 miles. So you just went for it? I just went for it. Oh I'm saying. I, didn't, I didn't consult with uh, a coach. I didn't uh, ask any, like, actually, I okay, I take that back. I have a buddy of mine, um, but he's not like a running coach or anything. He mm -hmm. has done a marathon. Uh, before he's uh, like a strength training coach. Um, and I got a, a little program for from him for um, the marathon, right? And I used that, that same training program for the marathon that I did for the 60 miler. And it's a completely different race. And then the same thing for the 100 miler. And that's a completely different race. Um, and it, it was literally the same training program. And to be honest, I only had the first, for the first marathon, I had a month to train. I only train for a month. And then you, you get what I'm saying? Like the main thing is just taking action is just doing it. Cause then you don't need all these fancy tools and resources around you to get the work done. Uh, I'm currently trying to learn how to do a handstand. And I saw one guy, he's selling a program and he's talking about how he went through different people to learn and he can do like all these fancy tricks and one handed handstands. And yeah, that resource could be helpful, but what if I just sat down and I just tried learning it myself? And maybe I won't be as good as him, but I could, I feel like I can get pretty far with the resources that I currently have available to me, like some YouTube videos or just practicing. And if money's an issue, doing it is like, doing it is the solution for that. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to buy a course. You don't have to do any, like you have the time right now. So put the time in and do it. You know what I mean? Like, like I've spent a lot of money on courses. I've spent a lot of money on, on, I spent 
$1,000 on a call, a one hour call with someone, right? <laughs> to be honest, I could have told myself that, but I was too, I was too scared to take the action to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you just got to confront, you know, what's stopping you. Um, and you have the answers. You just got to find them yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be that course that's going to make the difference. It's not going to be, you know, any of that. It's going to, it's going to come by doing the hard things every day. And that kind of like ties back to Cal State Fullerton where our tuition is extremely cheap compared to most colleges out there, including like private universities where most people think, oh, the more you pay, the better education will be, or you'll just learn more from there and get more opportunities. But if you just go to any university or maybe you don't even need a university at all and you just get the work done and you just take action, then it could prove to be more fruitful than someone who paid maybe 10 times what you did a year and just was passive their entire four years in college. And that's the thing is like people will go to Harvard, they'll go to like all these Ivy League schools and they'll be passive there when you can be engaged and get more out of going to Cal State Fullerton than you could at, at Harvard, mm-hmm. right? If you're engaged, if you're doing the things that you should be doing. But I mean, people don't look at it that way, you know. People just see the tuition price and they're like, all right, it's a cheap, it's a cheaper university. Yeah. So it must be uh, a lower standard to get in. But the great thing I love about Southern California also, and then tying back to Cal State Fullerton, is the diversity that we have over here. You'll find people from all walks of life. It's not just from one background or one family. And everyone from all different thinking backgrounds, all different races, all different economic backgrounds, all different GPAs, all different ideas from behind these people. So getting connected, like you mentioned in, near the beginning, and just networking with other people, you can learn so much through other people, through them. Of course. Yeah. I think it's huge. Uh, So with that, we're going to end it off. Thank you so much, Robbie, for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.